2: Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. We are one sleep away from Blackhawks hockey. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tiribasi. We are here. We're ready to go. We're excited. Uh, Greg and I were at practice this morning. We got some news and notes from practice um, we've got some uh, new tasty beverages to try. The Blackhawks announced their Goose Island Blackhawks Pale Ale, and we are lucky enough to be given six loose beers from our friends <laughs> at the Blackhawks, which we appreciate. They gave us a few roadies on the <laughs> yeah, way. I, I thought John Steinmetz was just going to pour it into the Blackhawks bag he gave us, but uh nice and cold. Very. uh We're going to try these during the show. Cannot wait. So we'll talk about that as well. But let's get into it, fellas. We got hockey on the horizon here. Hawks against Nashville tomorrow night. We're obviously going to have our first post-game show. St. Louis. What did I say? Nashville? St. Louis. St. Louis. Whatever. A team I hate. It doesn't matter which one it country music on the brain. Uh, Yeah, uh, St. Louis. And then uh, Wednesday, this is important, by the way, they're in Detroit. The game is not televised locally except for ESPN+. So if you want to watch Hawks and Red Wings, you need ESPN+. Don't get mad at us. We don't make the rules. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. But ESPN+, is very cheap. And if you're a big enough hockey fan to be watching our podcast, you should probably pop for it because you Worth get it. like pretty much every hockey game. Every ever. game for eight bucks a month. I mean, you
0: can't beat that. Yeah, out. it's a the great old, deal. The old Plus, NHL TV package was like 150 for the full mm-hmm. season. So yeah. ridiculous. Plus, you get all kinds of college hockey, and- tons of college
3: games, which will be important for Blackhawks yes. fans this year as well. And ESPN Plus just has a bunch of sports, like yeah, things great. you wouldn't expect to have access to, like uh, cornhole championships.
2: Um, yeah. It's, it's it's available on ESPN be, Plus. He, that was always a different kind of website. That yeah, was, those used those, 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 those used to be channels. the scrambly channels. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, it used to be. Yeah. I
0: saw it. Oh, it scrambled. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I saw one. I, I saw think it. pickle. I think pickleball is huge on on ESPN Plus. Yes, too. Also that's a new big one. thing. Yeah,
2: All right, yeah. so you know we Greg and I had to leave practice today to get here for the show. Uh, Group B just got off the ice. We didn't see the line combos there, but uh, basically the interesting stuff we saw today. Um, They were doing some five-on-five drills, some defensive breakouts. Then they basically did a scrimmage for the second half of practice. The uh, lines we saw that will interest you, I almost did it again, Max Domi (laughs) centering Andreas Athanasiu and Patrick Kane, and Jonathan Taves centering Taylor Radish and Tyler Johnson. So those were your first two lines. Um, I'll say this about the Domi Athanasiu-Kane line. When they have the puck, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. If they lose the puck, it's going to be an effing disaster. It's yes. Yeah, good
3: luck to the we, good luck to the defensive <laughs> pair. That line ice.
0: took the first shift in their 5-on-5 scrimmage and lost the faceoff and were in the defensive zone the entire time. And I was like, I, I turned to Jay and go, weird that that line would get hemmed in their own zone. I never would have saw that coming. Mm-hmm. But yes, when they do have the puck, they will be fun. Uh, they could be bad fun when they don't have the puck.
2: <laughs> yes. Yikes, yes. yeah. But they they when they had it, it looked good. I mean, look, you've got three really skilled players with speed, Uh, you know, seeing Max Domi trying to settle into that uh, Alex Dabrinkit if you ordered him on wish.com position on the left <laughs> wing, sort of a thing. Uh, It looks solid. You see what they're thinking. Interesting that they have Domi pegged as a center. The other thing is, is you're looking at the power play units. The Hawks are working to 1-3-1 power play. But on the second unit... I don't know which is which, but you assume which the one that doesn't have Patrick Kane is number two? Yes. Jonathan Taves was in the right-wing slot, uh, Tyler Johnson taking the face-offs. Taves working as that right-wing boards facilitator like Patrick Kane has done for years and years and years. So And, of course, on a power play, there's always rotation and things like that. But uh, Taves in that distributor role rather than the dude in front hoping to get hit by the puck roll, which I thought was interesting, uh, Samuel Savoie and Tyler Johnson sort of rotating in that role there. So what we're seeing system-wise and line-wise, you know, I think they're looking for speed. They're looking for compete. They seem to have it. Uh, And now we're going to probably see these lines in the game tomorrow night against St. Louis. Yeah. What I, what I would say about
3: lines and pairings going into the first preseason game is that it's, it's really just a matter of time figuring things out where, so like, like, Jonathan Taze being in that role on the power play. This is a time to kind of figure out if he can do that role. Um, Like you said, like he's basically been the guy around the net his entire career on the power play. And I think he has, he's said before how he kind of wants to get out of that role and it could be a physical thing. Like he doesn't want to just get beat up in front of the net anymore. Probably it helps his longevity throughout the season. And two, I think, you know, Jonathan Taze for as, as, you know, as as he has progressed in his career, um, and you know the the step back, you may say that he that, that he's taken. He's still a really skilled player, so putting him out uh, on on the wing to try and distribute the puck rather than be in front trying to get trying to get tips and rebounds could be beneficial to to both him and the Blackhawks' power play units as they try to you know be a little bit more effective uh, than they've been in, in recent years. If, if you can have your your best skilled guy in that skill position rather than parking him in, in into the garbage position um, it's probably a it's probably a better better idea and then yeah getting getting some different guys into different positions across the board is is a, is a good thing to do it's a good good time to test it out um, all these different combinations good time to test it out and first preseason game you're gonna see a lot of the the prospects uh, get their first and maybe only opportunity uh, to play with some of the NHL players against other somewhat NHL esque lineups, as uh, we'll we'll see what the Blues do. But yeah, it's 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 a good time to try those things out and uh, see what sticks. And with Luke Richardson, he really just has to find out. He knows about some of these guys and what they do, what they've done before, but he's got to f- figure out what's going to work for for him as as he's you know getting into his he- he- first head coaching gig. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a trial and error
2: see what works, throw some things at the wall, see what sticks type of uh, situation. Yeah, and with you know your team divided into basically two and a third units for the opening of camp, there's NHL players that are in Group B. So it is kind of uh, – Greg was sort of speculating that Group A will probably play tomorrow. Group B plays Wednesday just to, you know, yeah. get everybody some time. So, like, Lucas Reichel is not part of Group A. There's a lot of guys that matter that are not part of Group A. So – um, this is for now. The other thing that, that I really want to get to is we were all very impressed with Kevin Korchinski uh, in the Prospects camp, in the uh, you know Tom Culver's prospect Showcase, <laughs> the all those burger things. Showcase. He looks the part with the pros. He's been paired with Connor Murphy. He's been on the power play unit. He's not going to play this season, nor should he, for the Blackhawks. But... To see that kid, who I would already argue is one of their six best defensemen already, uh, with so much room for physical growth mm-hmm. and hockey sense growth and all those things, it is abundantly clear why the Hawks picked him where they did. And I know that night of the draft, we were kind of like, ugh, seems a little high. Other defenseman. They saw something in Korchinski, and we're seeing it in camp. He looks like a seasoned veteran out there. In a few minutes, we're going to share... Uh, interview, uh, we had in practice today with Connor Murphy. He talks a little bit about Korchinski, but dude, he looks every bit the part of a first round pick. And if he who shall not be named was still the GM, I would think he had a shot of making the team this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had it. We had some discussion right before we went on
0: the air in our chat asking if Korchinski wows them in a the preseason game, does he make the team? No, no. No, um, yeah, he's going to go back to the WHL for this season. And then next year, maybe we'll see something. But, man, he looked so good out there today. Mm -hmm. He was the most noticeable player out of all of them in Group A. He was on the power play just so easy and fluid and smooth on the ice. And his Just looks so confident with the puck. Never felt, looked like he felt pressure, making the accurate pass. I'm, man, I, again, as you said, draft night, we were like, eh, okay. But now seeing him, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's Mm -hmm. a real deal right there. He's, I I said to Jay during practice, that this is the type of guy in three or four years is going to make people less way upset about (laughs) the Alex DeBrinken trade. Mm -hmm. When you're Mm -hmm. like, man, we got to, Power play quarterback, f- smooth skating, puck moving defenseman that actually plays well in his own end, too. Yeah. I'm not saying 40 goal scorers are a dime a dozen, but they're easier. 40 30 goal plus goal scorers on the wing are much easier to find than this type of elite defenseman. Yeah, but not saying he's elite now. Yeah, could be.
3: He's talking about a
2: ceiling.
0: He's looking, yeah, I mean, he's looking like. Guy, you would pick as a top 10 you know, pick What's really sure.
2: stood out to me about him is his poise at the line. When pucks are starting to come his way, you know, a clearing attempt or whatever, or maybe there's a pass between the two point men, he can get it right along the line, keep it in play with no panic. Sometimes yeah. you see young defensemen you know, so afraid of keeping a play on side that they fumble and they get themselves in trouble. He's just such a smooth skater, which gets him out of a lot of trouble. We talked about that last week. Um, you know, for the times that there is a turnover or a bad bounce, he's fast enough and smooth enough to go get the puck and recover from his mistakes. But he doesn't make a lot of mistakes at the blue line. That poise, that was always what stood out to me about Keith and Seabrook, was if there was a puck getting to the blue line, chances are one of the two of those guys was going to stop it and keep it in. And that mm-hmm. it seems like a small thing, but it's the difference between a shift change or losing a puck or a potential scoring chance the other way being able to keep the play alive, keep the puck in your zone is huge. Mm. Case in point, when they were doing five-on-five five drills,
0: it was actually one of the videos I tweeted out um, from this morning. <clears throat> it was Alex Vlasic at the blue line, and the puck came to him after a face-off draw, and he got so excited that he fell down. Uh, <laughs> I'm not pointing him down. I'm not like saying, like you know, this guy's yeah. a bum. It happens. But as you were just saying, Kurczynski's so calm and mm. collected, and like, and then Vlasic looked like he was just like so excited that the that the puck is coming to him and he can dictate the play that he forgot how to skate momentarily and the puck went out of the zone and those things are going to happen to every single defenseman. But yeah, it's just Korchinski, man. I I don't again. It's training camp. I'm the guy that yells at people to get, <laughs> that get excited about guys at training camp. But you you see what the Blackhawks saw. Mm. And that's all I'm looking for right now is justification for why you made that yep. pick. Mm-hmm. And it is there with Kevin Korchinski. I, if he hits his ceiling, he's going to be a really, really good hockey
2: player here for a long time. Yeah, I can't wait to see how he looks tomorrow against the blues. Uh, assuming that's a team that plays tomorrow. You would assume <laughs> they'd have the stars for the home game. Yeah. And the, yeah you would yeah, think you want to yeah. get,
0: you know, Kane yeah, and Taves so. out on the ice. The new guys, Domi, I think I've seen you were there. Those were the guys Johnson, you know, uh, get those guys out in front of the home fans send the you know the bubble guys out on the road right which is a good experience i think for some of those young kids too get their first taste of a road trip yeah. in the nhl mm-hmm. that's can't suck getting you know charter plane Nice hotel, meals brought to you. I mean, there's worse things you can do. Tropical Detroit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. if you're gonna have to go to Detroit, at least you're gonna get some cool stuff. Yeah, along do, it in, the way. do it in style, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. you'll enjoy that 46 minute flight. You know. <laughs>
2: yeah. A um, couple other notes: Colton, Doc, and um, Paul Ludwinski were on the ice before practice, just participating in some drills. Did not practice today. Jake McCabe was out there again. Uh, in the yeah. white jersey so um Mike Seems Hardman to, mispractice Yeah, Hardman mispractice uh, with a groin, his groin. Yes,
0: yep. that's all
2: we I know. I
3: thought Luke Richardson said he was going to rest the groins. I guess
2: Hardman yeah, I guess didn't uh, didn't get enough rest.
0: No, uh, he's going way too hard, mm. man, no. and pulled his groin. That's
2: what happens. That happens. <laughs> that happens sometimes. Um so yeah, Mike Hardman who is a guy <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't he's, know. He's there. He's a dude. He's he's, he's going to be <laughs> a He's going to
3: be a Rockford guy. He'll be a he'll be a depth call up. Yeah. Nothing
2: wrong with that. At yeah, this no. Point. I guess you can't have too many of those guys, but maybe the Hawks do. <laughs> maybe they do have a few too many Mike Hardmans right now. Uh, yeah, could be. Nothing against him, but you know, more Korczynskis, please. That's well, the goal. Yes. Yeah, I just a it, roster it full just, of
0: Kevin Korchinski's will do a lot more than a roster full of Mike Hardmans.
2: Yeah. So I tweeted out a photo uh, of the uh, power play setup. Um this is the, the second unit here if you're watching on YouTube and you should be uh YouTube uh look us up CHGO Sports. Make sure if you're watching, you smash that like button and please subscribe. Uh you'll see Jonathan Taves passing the puck back to the point. He's on the far boards there. And there's Kevin Korczynski on the point, Michael Tepley on the left wing side, and then you have Savoie and uh Johnson sort of swapping between those two spots in the middle. Uh, you know, the center and the slot a little bit. And and you see what they're going for. You know, Taves is a distributor. You've lost some of the guys on the team on the power play. Like, you don't have Dylan Strom anymore, who is a good mm-hmm. passer and a good distributor. So it's kind of a – I don't really have anyone that fits that role very well aside from Taves. No. You know, I, I think that to have him, and like Mario said, not getting his ass kicked in front of the net – the entire that's game Probably a factor be Beneficial mm-hmm.
0: And Taves is a very good passer I think that's an I, yes, underrated agreed. Aspect yeah. of his game uh, He's going to put it Where it needs to go So that I actually I like that move It makes a lot more sense Than g- Doing the net front presence You know I said it While we were talking about it at, at the arena And Mario mentioned it here That yeah Maybe you don't want your Guy on the wrong side Of 35 Just getting the cheap shots That you take In front of the net You know yeah. You want to save him You want to keep him fresh <clears throat> um, so it, it's a good move I like it You've got plenty of other guys That can stand in front of the net And look for the shin pad goals You've mm-hmm. got a roster full of guys like that yeah. um, So I, I like that move I like seeing Michael Tepley out there With this you know, I, yeah. I, I mean apparently he's going to get a shot At least for that first preseason game That he's going to uh, Get a shot on a power play I, I like that He's an offensive player And he's he's got size too He's a big kid <clears throat> So he can maybe be the guy that helps Take away the eyes, takes away the vision of the goalies, just by you know. I'm not saying he has to plant himself there, but if he can just skate in front a couple times with that big body, mm-hmm. you never know what can happen. So, yeah,
3: he's got a really he's got a really good shot. He does quick uh, release.
0: Um, he can be he could be dangerous. I like yeah. that they're giving a kid like him the chance, at least in the for a preseason game. Mm-hmm. Because
3: he'll likely then be on Rockford's yeah. power play. Be, and be, oh, he's going to be, be a top line, be a guy, big, yeah. big contributor. They're going to need well. him,
0: especially if Lucas Reichel um, is here for the full season. He's going to be that. He's going to be looked upon to be the next young offensive mm-hmm. uh, playmaker there in Rockford. So, uh, and we have uh, somebody in the comment. Raphael, our, our buddy in Brazil, commented uh, about because uh, what we've seen out of camp so far. Do we think? He thinks that Rock, uh, Reichel will be going back in Rockford. <laughs> I don't necessarily think just because he's not with Group A, that means he's not going to make the team. You got to split up this roster for these two first games, and you got to have some talent on the team you're going to send to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, you, you don't care if you win or lose, but you got to have. And actually, I think that's a good idea because. If he's in that Group B, if that's the team that goes to Detroit on Wednesday, he's going to be the top-line wing or center, wherever they play him, wing probably. So there's nothing wrong with giving Lucas Reichel top-line for a game in the preseason, see what he's got. I'm not saying – I don't think him being in Group B is making him – is a statement saying he's going back to Rockford.
3: It's better to, at this point of of training camp in the preseason, to kind of mix up the guys you're expecting to be in the NHL – guys that are on the NHL, AHL bubble right. and prospects, mix them all together. You don't need exactly. to have group A B, oh, this is our NHL team. Like because you, you should, can't you can't figure that out.
0: And you shouldn't know who that is at this point anyway. Right.
3: right? A couple of years ago the Blackhawks probably knew this is yeah. our NHL team Absolutely. going into training camp. Yeah. Nowadays, especially this year, there's a lot of, of openness to the lineup and, and and the roster positions. A lot of a lot of different roster battles that, you know, in, in previous years really wasn't wasn't the case. And you have a lot of promising young guys that you're giving them time to play with veterans, which is, which is a big factor. Like we talk about with like Vlasic and Seth Jones being paired together for most of training camp already. Um, Korchinski and Connor Murphy being paired together for most of training camp um, so far. Like that's a, that's a big value for those younger guys to, to have Absolutely. that time. So yeah. Right. If, if, if Reichel's in group uh, in, in the group that plays in, in Detroit, He'll play a top six role, and that's good. You want him to do that in the preseason because if he can handle it here, gives him a better chance to say, "Hey, I can handle it
0: yeah. in the regular season." The, the, Luke Richardson mentioned that on Saturday after when he spoke uh, after practice, and he was asked about Korchinski and his experience in camp, and he said, "Yeah, even though he's not in our plans to be here this year, getting this week week and a half and playing with a guy like Connor Murphy, it's huge for him. It's, mm-hmm. it's good. It's an it's it's." part of his development. Now he could take what he learned playing a week and a half next to a guy like Connor Murphy, take that back to Seattle and WHL and build from that. Mm -hmm. And then when he comes back next summer for development camp, or who knows, maybe he's a guy that gets a game or two at the end of the season after the WHL season ends, you know, see what happens, Mm -hmm. but these are good learning experiences. And this is part of the new regimes attitude that we are not used to here in Chicago is, it's all about growth and development of these young kids. Not rushing mm-hmm. them anywhere, taking their time, yeah. giving them little bits, little tastes at a time, giving them what they can handle at at this point of their careers, and then letting that you know grow as time goes on. It'll
3: it'll serve a guy like Korchinski way more to go back to the WHL this season uh, again this season, dominate, yeah. play for Team Canada at the World Cham- at the World Junior Championships likely. Um, and then going into next season where he's going to be, you know, at the end of, you know, his teenage years of becoming in, into his 20s where he's kind of gotten some more time to physically mature, develop yeah. his game. Then you can look at him and be like, hey, maybe there's an NHL spot for you.
0: Right. At the very least, you're going to be our number one guy in Rockford. Mm-hmm. And then we see where it goes. But, yes, it's a very promising start. I want to mention one other – speaking about the defenseman, one other guy that's been impressive um, today, again, with the five-on-five with the five stuff – Caleb Jones has looked pretty good yeah, I agree in, in training camp yep. he's been noticeable he's been very offensive like he's been very aggressive shooting the puck and getting off some nice shots um so there's a guy that that that's looking good and it's good for him because you remember he was hurt for a lot of training camp last year and, yeah and didn't start the season with the Blackhawks he had that wrist injury he was doing that's why we had to go get Ugh, Eric Gustafson. You shall not be named volume two. Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> we can name him because yeah, it's I, the know. other guy's fault he was here. Yeah. Um. But he, that's a guy that's looked, hey, like maybe this is the type of player that the Edmonton Oilers thought they had for those three or four years. He with the, He's with the organization that made him one of their top defensive prospects. So I'm looking forward to see what, what Caleb can do early on in the season could be, a, could be a really good year for him where he makes that step from going. I'm a tweener sixth seventh guy. to Nope. I'm a full-time third or second pairing guy.
2: Yeah. Uh, another guy who stood out to me, Josiah Slavin uh, as the Hawks were practicing the power play. Slavin was on the penalty kill back to back shifts, uh, scored a shorthanded goal on one next shift, got a shorthanded breakaway and hit the crossbar on a really sick backhand move. Uh, we were talking about that, and our buddy Joey Z uh, tweets at us. Uh, led the club with three, yeah, three shorthanded shorties. goals and four shorthanded points, among the league leaders as well. So um, it's part of his bag of
0: tricks. It's that's what makes him yeah. effective.
2: That's a guy who's playing his balls off too yeah. in camp. Like he's not like Mike Hardman, but he's playing his balls <laughs> off in camp, trying to make this team. And th- he's if you look at guys with an, with a shot, I think Slavin is is one of the top candidates. I would say. Uh, he was impressive in his yes. short time with Chicago last year, turned a lot of heads, and I think uh, could be a guy who they see as part of the team uh, full time this year. We'll see. He's, I, he's got a lot of, he checks a lot of the boxes. He's got yeah. size, he's got speed for a big guy, a little bit
0: of offensive creativity. He had 18 goals for the Ice Hogs yep. last mm-hmm. year. That's nothing to sneeze at. Right. Uh, and that's one of those late round picks. Uh, he was a seventh rounder too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the seventh round between him and. Hopefully, eventually, Jalen Lipin. That's, you know, maybe having some success in those late rounds. Depth depth picks, yeah. Those are some awesome value. So I like Josiah Slavin. And then we're talking about the PK. Colin Blackwell.
2: Man, dude was
0: a machine on the PK. He was just nothing but energy, busting his ass, showed us what he's going to be able to bring. Uh, to the team this year, and I I, I tweeted out a video. Big, big
3: part of his game. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's why he's here. I tweeted out a video uh, of of the one drill that was on our end, and met, you could see some of uh, Colin Blackwell's work. And I tweeted out, and I had two two guys uh, buddies of mine who cover the Maple Leafs quickly reply saying we loved him in Toronto for this reason. He's nothing but energy. He's a beast on the PK. And we're gonna love him here in Chicago, and he showed a little bit of that today. So Toronto
3: has falling in love with David Camp, and I would like for the Blackhawks fan base to fall in love with Colin Blackwell. That That'll
2: seems work. like a fair trade. Sure, for a trade. Uh, <laughs> Anthony in the chat says, "Does the PK does that mean that the penalty kill was getting the better of the power play, or that the power play is not improved?" I wouldn't say that. I mean, it was an entire half hour of practice, so the yeah. PK shift was gonna win a few of them. It just happened to be on back to back, and I thought the power play looked looked fine. It wasn't setting the world on fire, but the puck movement was good. Uh, the passing was good. There were some good scoring chances. So, I it's mean, all, all the things you want to see in a power play yeah, drill you saw. I
0: would say they, they both units, it was a 50-50
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You want you want your belly kill to look good too, mm-hmm. you know, that's it's a good thing. I mean, thing
0: I'd rather – I have, uh, people ask me all the time, but would you rather have, a shutdown PK or a dominant power play? I would rather have a shutdown mm-hmm. PK than a dominant power sure. play. Right.
2: Yep. Um, all right, we're going to share uh, Connor Murphy's interview Uh, From after practice today, but first we want to let you all know about Green Ridge Farm. They're a Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option. I was at the Costco's this weekend and saw a giant package of the beef sticks. Yeah, they went right in the cart. I was going to say, oh, yeah. how yeah. many are left? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough are left. Let's put it that way. The beef sticks are awesome. They're perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches, whatever. These are all natural meat sticks and hardwood smoked for eight hours. Mm-hmm. 16 grams of protein per stick. That's why I eat them. I need the protein. Mm-hmm. Uh That's And a perfect it's a post-workout, post-workout snack. Workout I snack, I hear. Yeah, yeah <laughs> someone told me that once. Uh They come in chicken. Black Forest beef and flavors like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. If you haven't tried them yet, you don't know what you're missing. They are awesome. And right now, when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com, include a pack of the meat sticks in your cart. They'll be free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. Get yourself some of those Green Ridge Farm meat sticks. But they've got the – I've seen it at Mariano's. I've seen it at Jewel's in the deli. They've got the the lunch meat from Green Ridge Farm The Jewel by me has the uh, jalapeno cheddar sausages. Mm -hmm. It's all fantastic. Green Ridge Farm has become my go-to meat company. Uh, They'll be yours, too, if you give them a try. Green Ridge Farm, simply natural meat.
3: Speaking of tailgates, we had a great time at the uh, CHGO Bears tailgate yesterday. Yes, Uh, Great turnout, good enough weather, Uh, great to to, to see everyone out there. Had about 200 people uh, coming through the tailgate yesterday. Bears got
0: a win. Bears. Never in doubt. Undefe- it sure felt like a win. <laughs> Un- Bears are undefeated when playing after a Chicago mm-hmm. a CHGO tailgate. Never it's lost. Exactly right
3: yep. One. And hey, if you listen to our uh, our pick of the week, just take the Bears, Bears on for the, the win. Line. That's another one. Another one in the in, the in the in the in the bank for you, the great fans. Yes. Awesome a time CHGO. yesterday. Uh,
0: yeah. Yesterday was kind of one of those. Days, not that I need reaffirmation, but one of those days I was like, "Man, I am really part of something special here. That was really cool. Got to talk to Eric and his daughter, uh, who watch the show all the time. So if you're watching or listening, shout out to you guys. Uh, he's very excited for Hawk season. I told him, "Well, that makes one of us." So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, good times. It was a great, great day. We're gonna be doing more of those. We'll keep, keep. We'll definitely we'll be letting you know mm-hmm. uh, when those happen. But it was a lot of fun. So hope to see some more of you guys at future. Tailgates, Bears tailgates, and we'll definitely do some hawk stuff this year. We're, yeah, uh, possibly, maybe as close as early as this Sunday. Yeah, uh, we're going to head up to the Milwaukee to for that M- Minnesota Chicago professional hockey tilt uh,
2: at the Fiserv Center. Hope that stinky guy's not there again. <laughs> <laughs> well, the we'll be up
0: a lot further from the penalty box. <laughs> <so. Yeah. laughs> I don't know if it's going to matter with that dude. So we, we may we may do something <laughs> like uh, we may do something. Uh, ahead of that game, if you're heading up to Milwaukee, maybe we'll we'll have a little get together at one of the fine uh, establishments right by the stadium. Mm-hmm. So keep your eyes peeled to that CHGO Blackhawks official unofficial. Yes.
3: Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll 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 get some details out there. Uh, yeah, like I said yesterday, was a great time. Good enough weather. Uh, it is good enough weather to continue golfing for those uh, who are are golf uh, aficionados. Uh, and if you're gonna. Go out and brave some of the weather that's coming where the temperature is going to dip into the 60s and 50s. And uh, you're going to look good doing it when you go to pinsandaces.com. Get yourself some of the official CHGO uh, golf apparel from Pins and Aces as they are the official golf apparel sponsor of CHGO and the presenting sponsor for the Big Drive Energy podcast on the All-City Network. You're going to be looking good out there on the course in your Pins and Aces gear Uh, Really good thing with Pins and Aces, they are a family-owned and operated business, so you got to love that. Offering a lot of different uh, options in polos, hats, different golf bags. They even have uh, a golf bag with a beer sleeve where you can uh, put up to seven of your favorite beers right there in the beer sleeve in your golf bag, Uh, so you are out there on the course. Maybe you picked up some uh, Chicago Blackhawks Pale Ale from Goose Island that uh, got released uh, just today. Picked up some of that uh, to hit out on the course. You can keep that right there in your bag. Keeps it cold for the entire round. And to help you look good and uh, stay hydrated on the course, you can go to pinsandaces.com. Use the code CHGO, and you're going to get 15% off of your first order. And for that first order, the shipping will be free. Again, that's the promo code CHGO when you go to pinsandaces.com.
2: All right, we've got some... uh Apparent out of towners in the uh, chat here and are asking about my pluralization of Costco. Um, Yes, it is a a regional thing. It it is like pluralizing Jewel. Like everybody, I'm going to the Jewels. I'm going to the Aldis. You got to, for whatever reason, Chicagoans love to pluralize stuff. And I will continue to do that uh, as a joke because it's hilarious. Soldier's Uh, Field. And our buddy Lebowski5 says it's Soldier's Field. Yeah, exactly. That's what everybody calls it. It's the Soldier's Field. It's not right. But it's it is soldier Field, but no yeah. one here calls it that. What are some other ones? Uh, there's the jewels is the big one. The jewels No one actually calls it the Costco's. Oh, I'm going to from now on. It is now. <laughs> yeah. It is now. Going to the Costco's. Oddly enough, they called it Dominic. Uh, I that was weird. <laughs> Mariano. <laughs> Mariano. Yeah. Just the one. <laughs> no, but see that so like my mom is she'll just tr- she'll change stuff. So like Mariano's is Mariana's. Marianas. There's okay. a place called I mean. Fratello's in Tinley Park. She calls Fratellas. Mm. She like she turns it female on these things. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So, except for my favorite pizza place in Evergreen Park is Rosangela's. And my mom calls it Rosangelos. <laughs> so whatever the yeah, I don't know. It's it's Chicago, it's a regional thing. Yeah. So yeah, the Jewels, the Costco's the targets. The targets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we'll be doing that a lot. All right. Yeah. Um, we got to catch up with Connor Murphy. Uh, then that, that bum Joe Brand jumped in and uh, in Bogart at our interview, but that's okay. We'll let him in there anyway. <laughs> He's got the cool looking mic. Stay tuned at the end for the special Easter egg of the camera crew arriving and turning the light on as soon as the interview ended. Nice. <laughs> and Connor Murphy said, I could stay here and pose for you guys if you'd like. <laughs> uh, so let's fire that up. This is Connor Murphy after practice day uh, talking about Kevin Korchinski and a bunch of other cool hockey stuff. I've
1: kind of been enjoying this past couple of days. Yeah, I think some of us have been talking. It's nice to do drills and um, get some of the rest of the summer off. But I think the best way to do that is to play games and we've done a little bit of scrimmaging. Um, and that will never be the same as getting three periods of a game in against other guys not on your team. So I think we're all safe. What do you like it about Kevin Korczynski? It seems like he's been up with Yeah, no, he's been great. He skates well. If the guy's so young, he you can move the puck and, um, and skate well. And simply seems like he's getting more and more comfortable every day. I remember. But that's like, it's not easy being that young to be drafted. Uh, so many nerves come in not knowing one person really to start. So uh, it's exciting for him, and uh, I think we're all lucky that we drafted him. Is
3: he asking a lot of questions?
1: He- <laughs> no, he seems like he really knows a good amount of stuff. I asked him a little bit about how they play in junior, and um, they seem to do some similar system stuff, and uh, whether it was our face-off plays or how we defend or, uh, different areas of the game that seems like they've been coached well. So um, I think uh, as time goes on, I'm sure games lot of questions, but uh, I think he's doing his best um, every every day and has the right strategy to just play his game and not overthinking. Is there
2: anything different that Luke and Kevin are doing on the, on the penalty kill that, like, anything structurally
1: that's different from last Uh I think we're going to be a little more aggressive. I think uh, last year we might have sat back a little more with our forwards, uh, and, then, and then even when they go to dead areas of ice, we weren't. Pressuring them uh, enough, and I think uh, right away that pointed out a little bit to us. And we'll hope to have a little more of an aggressive style and not let the teams dictate uh, the plays they want to make on us as much as us pushing them into bad areas for them to not have as much success and get scoring chances. So that's probably an initial thing, and uh, I'm sure uh, that'll all get sharpened out and we'll work on that. You see the aggressiveness in the neutral zone too, like, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's always nice as D man to see we have a lot of good skating forwards, so it's nice that they get to use that. and and uh, work off each other um, to kind of pressure and as soon as pucks go by them um, they can kind of go in and out and uh, cycle around each other to keep pressure on and see players and the power players are so good you gotta gotta force them into some tight situations to to try to uh, knock down a turnover a
2: lot of guys have talked about the simplicity of the system overall this year versus last year have you seen that as well
1: uh, they're saying this year it's more simple than last yeah. year. I, so far, it is. Yeah, I think there'll be stuff that'll build as situations come in games. It's easy in practice right now. Um, last year, uh, we did have a lot of time toward the end of the year. We had a lot of new bodies too that came in for trades, so it was hard to get everything ironed out right away. But um, this year, yeah, I think that's, that's what's been nice is is uh, Not putting too much information at us with the whole new staff to try to uh, to try to relay that into our play right away. They um, realize that we all you know, play with uh, on our instinct and, and know that uh, situation is going to come up. And as long as our work ethic and competitiveness is there, uh, we can iron out little details of the system later.
2: There he is, Connor Murphy and Joe Brand's glorious hair. Joe Brand has given Charlie a run for the money for best hair on the beat. That's true. I, Charlie though doesn't. It- Does he like wake up with it that gelled? Yeah. It's like just perfect. Like, it's too much hair. Too much (laughs) work. Too
3: much hair. (laughs) I actually went to grade school with uh, Charlie and then. Joel Brand went to the same college as me. We, we've actually worked together. So oh, yeah, really? They, oh, yeah, nice. Joe Brand. He's really he's got
0: some lettuce now. Where'd that come? Mm-hmm. Oh, out? yeah, he's, yeah, he's letting, letting it grow out. But Charlie has always had that. I yeah. think he's he wants to be like another certain guy on the beat that's got great hair. So you yourself, you know, yourself? Maybe, you know yeah. huh? he's, got, he's got the he's got a Roosevelt shirt. He's got the hair going. <laughs> well,
3: he did shave the mustache. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, that, really was, uh, that was that uh, was that was a signature look for him.
2: He he, he him and his buddies went to the uh, Bears Packers game as a group of Ditkas. And that's why Joe had the mustache. But, um, yeah, it, 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 the salad contest is underway. I will not be entering because my <laughs> hair is bizarre because I'm balding in weird places. Yeah, and you hate salad. And I hate salad. Just yeah. out, of, out, of, out, of, out of a big bowl of lettuce. Not interested. Um, but, yeah, Charlie and Charlie and Joe got it on lock, man. There's, there's really, it's those two and everybody else, yeah, I think. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm willing um, to put that out there. But nothing there crazy from Connor Murphy, but uh, good to hear him seeing the same things in Korchinski that we're all seeing. It's nice to get that validation. Um, and that's a guy, you know, he's, he's really part of the core of this team. Now, when you think about it, he's been here, what third longest of anybody on the roster. Yeah. Uh, aside from Taves and Kane, uh, he's locked up for the next four years, whether or not he's here for that entire tenure remains to be seen, but, uh, it's a guy who's shown some leadership and a guy who, um, the media turns to a lot cause he's, he's, mm-hmm. he's thoughtful. He says some things. Yeah.
3: So. He's, he's, he's really, uh, Really gives a, a, a lot of good information. Um, e- it's easily uh, he he puts it in a way that's easy to understand for for people outside of like the X's and O's of, of the game. Um, so yeah, he's 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 great to talk to. Always provides a lot of good information, and and he's a valuable member of of, of this team as far as you know experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played what ten, eight, nine, ten years it seems like in in, in the league. Um, you know, he, he's he's played a, a, a big role for this for this Blackhawks team and um, not only, you know, in the lineup, but also in, in, in the locker room. He's 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 a good uh, has, has a good leadership uh, value to him as well. Um, so, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of reasons to to have a guy like Connor Murphy around, um, especially for this team as they continue to develop some of these young guys. And you, you see it with him. Uh, talking about Korchinski's development. like It's important to have a guy like that around. So,
2: yeah, good stuff from Murphy. This will be his 10th season, by the way. This will be his 10th season. And I think
0: Connor Murphy and Jake McCabe are going to be Luke Richardson's favorites. They're going to be the guys that he really leans mm-hmm. on because those are two guys that play the game like Luke Richardson. Like he did, game. yeah. And he's his veteran voices. So he might be the guy that like he leans on to kind of you know, hey, I know the young guys probably are tired of me telling it to them. So how about if they hear it from you? <laughs> yeah, maybe something you know will sink in if if it gets to that point. So, yeah, guys like Murphy and McCabe, you know, he, he, a lot of people think, oh, they should trade them. Their contracts, they're veterans on a rebuilding team, but you gotta have those guys for these young guys mm-hmm. to set the example, and they're they're yeah. they're gonna be those two guys are invaluable to this team right now at this t- point in time. It's got nothing to do with what they do on the ice. I mean, just the fact that Jake McCabe is out there six weeks after having yeah. freaking spinal surgery and you wouldn't even know it. I mean, if that doesn't get you as a young player to be
2: like, damn, I got to work harder. And I don't <laughs> and you're in the wrong business. That's the thing. When you've got your highest profile players working the hardest, no one has an excuse. And mm-hmm. that's, I, that's always what, to me, was with with Taves and with Seabrook, those guys are out there giving everything they've got every shift. You can do it too. You have yeah, to match if, it. If you're yeah. watching
0: Duncan Keith and what he does to prepare for a game, yeah, and it doesn't get you wanting to do more, you, yeah, you're you're in the wrong you're in the wrong line of business because yeah, that guy probably still is a workout machine.
2: Definitely. Uh, before we get to the off ice news of the day, I ran over while well, Connor Murphy was talking and grabbed the Group B roster. Um, because we were talking about Group A, who was on the ice for when Greg and I were there. Group B is certainly a lesser team than Group A. Um, Evan Barrett, Nicholas Bodine, uh, DJ Busdecker, Adam Clendenning, Louis Crevier, Mackenzie Antwistle, Jacob Galvis, Jakob, Jacob? Jacob? Jacob. Uh, David Gust, Mike Hardman, uh, Gavin Hayes, Reese Johnson, future captain, Boris Kachuk, <laughs> Jujar Kara, Philip Kurishev, Sam Lafferty, Lynch. Do we have a name for Lynch? Uh... John. Bob. We'll call him Bob Lynch. Uh, Isaac Phillips, and then the other Philip. <laughs> there's another Philip. Yeah, Philip Phillips. Uh, something something Philip. Alec Regula, Luke uh, Phillip, Lucas Reichel, Philip Roos, Dylan Secura, Alex Staloc, uh Jackson Stauber, and Riley Stillman. So some NHL talent there. None of the stars. None of the. I don't know. I guess you would say if there's any sure things on this roster, yeah, it got, would probably be Riley Stillman. Oh, you got Sam
0: Lafferty. And Lafferty, future center.
2: And Kara is going to be an NHL player too. Yeah, so some, there's some there's bets some on there. There's, yeah.
0: But yeah, that's. It's, it's kind of funny how we all, we keep talking about the defense and we always forget about Riley Stillman. <laughs> He's
2: just I, like, oh yeah, that guy's still here. Give me two years ago Riley Stillman all day and twice yeah. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then last year he was just such. And I know he had some injuries.
0: He, it was after the injury. Yeah. He got. Yeah. He looked tentative. Maybe like somebody with something re-injured. to prove. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's a guy that we should be paying more attention to for these games because I honestly keep forgetting he's he, here.
3: He's got a pl- he's if if Caleb Jones is, is stepping up, then you're looking at a an opportunity for Stillman to potentially get lost in the shuffle because yeah. it was Stillman and, and Jones uh, and and Gustafson in the in the little <laughs> rotation at the end of the season last year, and you could you could look going into this season. It could be Jack Johnson and Stillman and Caleb Jones in that rotation. If Caleb Jones is starting to step out, um, Stillman could be left in the dust because it's you know you you got these young guys coming up, you got uh, you know you got some established NHL guys. If you're in between and and you, and you can't break out and prove that you're a you're an NHL everyday lineup, everyday roster, even if you're the seventh guy, if you can't prove that, these young guys are gonna are gonna are gonna pass you up.
2: And what we saw from Stillman after the trade with Florida was a guy who was physical, mm-hmm. bringing that, finishing every check, playing that way, and you talk about Murphy and McKay being Luke Richardson-type guys. Riley Stillman would cross that, would check that box too, but it's a matter of which guy are we going to get, and hopefully with a healthy offseason and a, and a fresh start in camp with new coaching and everything, he can jump up and make that opportunity. We have not seen Group B a lot, so it's hard to say how he's been in camp, but I haven't really seen any stories about him or seen anybody tweeting about how great he's been Hopefully he can make, uh, you know, get some people's attention in the preseason because you like the skill set, right? Like, looks the part, plays the part, especially that first year. But last year he was so so disappointing. You know, it felt really nice to lock him. You felt like you won that trade because of him, and then he sort of fell off last year. Understandably, everybody did. Um, But let's see. I'm really interested to see what Riley Stillman has. Here's one
0: more factor we got to remember. If it comes down to Caleb Jones and Riley Stillman, Caleb Jones earned a second contract from Kyle Davidson. Riley Stillman is here on the two-year extension that he who shall not be named gave Signed him. I'm not to. saying yeah. that's a deciding factor, but...
2: If you're looking at trends. Ideal, identical contracts, by the way. Yeah. 1.35 for each. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but, you know, hey, one is the guy that the current general manager went out and resigned. The other guy is the guy he's replacing resigned. If it comes down to a flip of the coin... See, I think I know which way it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't come down to that. I like Riley Stillman, but again, I keep forgetting he's here. That's not a good That's thing. That's not a good yeah.
3: thing. And you said who did you who, what, what what did we say Lynch's first name was? Bob? I said Bob, Bob or John. I just made it up. I went with John. You are, correct, you are correct, Jay. That is Bobby Lynch.
0: Look at this. This is
2: why you are that. in that chair. <laughs> I knew that. Because <laughs> my legs are short. We uh, thank you. <laughs> exactly. A uh, good question here from Nate. Who do you guys want to be the seventh defenseman versus the top pair in Rockford? Bobby Lynch. Bob E. Lynch. Uh, That's a good question. So I'm going to go ahead and assume, and maybe I'm making an ass out of you and me when I do this, but I think Vlasic made the team. I think Vlasic is in the top six. I think he might Mm -hmm. be uh, Seth Jones' partner. Mm -hmm. So I think Jones, Murphy, Stillman, Jones 2.0, Johnson, and Vlasic are your six. So when you're talking about the seventh... I don't want it to like I would love to see Isaac Phillips get playing time here. I think somebody like Alec Regula makes a lot of sense who probably doesn't project super high. He's got some pro years under his belt. I don't know how much more development there is for Alec Regula or somebody like Philip Roos or Ross or however you say his name who is a Ross. an older more experienced pro coming over from Europe. Um I don't want anyone who we could project to be part of this team the next time they are great to be the seventh defenseman. If Phillips or somebody like that's going to be here, yeah, I want him playing every night. Dynasty. If it's third pair, fine, but I don't want him in the press box at the UC. I want him on the ice. It could,
0: yeah, I think you you hit <coughs> you hit it pretty well there. That like Regula could be the guy, but if it comes down to a seventh guy, it might come down to it's going to be that. Caleb Jones, Riley Stillman rotation. If you're going to have one of these young guys up here, you got to play him.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. Stillman and Jones rotating in and out until one of the guys wins the job.
0: But you got to remember, for the first at least few games, McCabe's not going to be there. Right. So, you know, he's we don't know the exact timeline. According to him, you know, it could be as soon as the home opener. But he's gonna miss at Sounds least. hopeful. Yeah, he's, miss, I, he's probably gonna miss the first week. Right. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I, he's gonna miss at least that first road trip of three games, probably more. So that gives you a chance to have one of those young guys force the hand, and maybe mm-hmm. you're picking up the phone to other teams, going, "Hey, what do you what do you want to give us for Riley Stillman? What do you want to give us for Caleb Jones? Where you, if a young guy plays too well that you can't send him back to Rockford." like a Regula, or you don't want to take him out of the lineup, you know. But it may, Or maybe they go the route where, you know, you, you get some guy, on, a, a, a veteran guy on waivers, and you pick somebody up just for that, to be that seventh guy. A guy you don't care sits in the press box. Mm. I think eventually, at some point, Jack Johnson will probably sit be a few that, games be out. Be that player, yeah. You know, he's probably going to be the odd man out as the season goes on just for the – you want to play the young guys, as mm-hmm. as you said. Isaac Phillips should not be the seventh guy in Chicago. He should be the number one guy in Rockford.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm <clears throat> gonna echo some of the same points. I, I I feel like if you if you're looking at what's best for development of the young young players, the young defensemen sitting as the seventh guy does does you no good. Like yeah, you'll get NHL practice time with NHL players, sure. But it's much more valuable to play 20 minutes in the AHL as the top guy against Absolutely. the top competition for the other AHL team than it is to practice against NHL players and then sit for the games. It's not right. worth it. Even so, the
0: gummy bears in the press box are amazing. Yeah, even though the press box really food good. is good.
3: It's 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 not worth you know not uh, not harboring your development yeah. in the league that's S- built to do it. Save
0: the gummy bears for the fat riders. You go, <laughs> you go to Rockford and play hockey. Yeah, exactly. So wow. yeah,
3: yeah. I I think if if you're if you're looking at it, I would much rather guys like Isaac Phillips, Alec Regula, Ian Mitchell when he's healthy. You know, he's going to miss all of training camp, so he's going to start in Rockford anyways. It's better to have those guys in the mix to be the top pair. In Rockford than it is to have them sit as the seventh guy, or Absolutely. even be in the rotation as a, yeah. as the seventh, sixth, seventh guy. Like I'd rather Stillman and Jones, if they're going to be in those positions. Jack Johnson, if they're going to rotate, I'd rather that than rotate yes. a young guy.
0: Rotate what? Rotate, make the rotation of guys that you know what you have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Do not if you have question marks on it, if this guy can reach a certain level, he should not be in a rotation.
2: Speaking of uh, maybe bringing in a veteran. Uh, Eric Gustafson was signed by the Blackhawks last year on October 11th. Yeah, it was
3: right before the season started. Yeah. Because so. that was – it was like the last week of the camp and preseason, and it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Caleb Jones and Wyatt Kalanick are going to be out for two months. Oh, great. right? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so in, in came uh, Gustafson. <laughs> well, one guy, he never if you, left.
0: If you're in a pinch and you need a guy that you want to come up to be that seventh guy, take on a road trip – one name that you you might be able to think of I I don't know is he is Adam Clendenning just on an AHL AHL contract, contract okay, Never yep. mind then forget scratch that idea But he's a guy that delete you that know, part But, but if I mean if he was on a two way deal He's a guy that he could they you could, could take easily on a Western, sign him Yeah Yeah you could
3: They take could him. easily sign him to you know league minimum Right Whatever it is take now, him on take him on that
0: four game West Coast road trip as your seventh guy And if you need to play
2: him eight minutes you could mm-hmm, do a lot yeah. worse Yeah Dude's got a bomb by the way Just watching him shoot from the point of practice like. Hey, I mean, this is the nettle. I've always, <laughs> always sort of Duncan, so Duncan and Keith. Though. Yeah, yeah. I've always been a
0: big fan of Adam Clendenning for a long time. I think he's he's a really solid guy too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's people in Rockford that he he does a lot out there that they they love him. He's mm-hmm. a great guy.
2: Who greeted you in the locker room today? Oh, that was Garrett Mitchell. Okay, another I another. Solid Rockford guy. A plus
0: human being. Mm-hmm. Love Garrett Mitchell. Such a good guy. Yeah, that was really cool. Walking in the locker room and he saying hello to me. He's yeah. talked to him a lot. He down was starstruck, I think. <laughs> I can't blame him. He's, um, he's
3: the model for the new uh, new Ice Hogs jerseys.
0: He's just walking. He's just probably going like, man, the reporters in Rockford do not have hair like these dudes <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> just stop at hair. No, Garrett. <laughs> yeah, Garrett Mitchell uh, is a future professional hockey coach. When he's done, he's going right behind the bench. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Whether it be, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, the, like, when he hangs it up, he's on the Ice Hogs bench the next year as an assistant. He is that type of guy. He knows the game so well. He's, I love him as the captain of the Ice Hogs. Yeah. I love him that they brought him back now that it actually means something down there because he is such a good influence on the young players.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of under the influence, um... <laughs> Tony Lewis. Big, big announcement today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, big announcement today. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You are the king of the segues. From the uh, the Blackhawks and our friends at Goose Island, uh, Blackhawks Pale Ale, available now in Chicagoland. Uh, John Steinmiller, like we said, gave us a bag full of roadies. He,
0: he told us we needed to stick around for Luke, you, and we said yeah. we wouldn't be there, so he was like, if hold on,
2: if I got if you. you. If
3: you've been on the Twitters, uh, yeah. you might have seen Luke Richardson handing out the, uh, the beers yeah. to the... The awesome media cans. room.
2: The cans are great. Nice cans. Uh, it's got like a neon. I don't know if you can see it very well here, but it's got a neon Blackhawk and a neon Chicago flag. Oh, there you uh, go. <laughs> it's showing up there. You can see it. Uh, but it looks great. Really cool looking can. Uh, the ad they came up with that is on the Blackhawks Twitter. We're not going to, it's like two minutes. We're not going to play it here, but go watch it. You see some comedic acting from. Uh Chris Chelios and yes, Dennis yes, yes, Savard and Danny Wirtz. It's very, pretty yeah, solid. It was good. It was, good. It was, it was we, an entertaining. Uh, why don't we give it a first run here? We gotta get the ASMR here for the podcast audience. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I will do the commentary here. Just cheers.
3: <laughs> to, to this season. <laughs> to yeah.
0: And it's really cool that the Hawks and Goose Island are, are partnering up because they are both our neighbors here in the <laughs> West Loop.
3: Just kidding. No, this is uh, mm, very good. This is good. It You're, is a pale ale and uh i that's it that's all i got for my it's my very, it's very pale <laughs> my, it beer, like my beer <laughs> uh, uh, my beer tasting very uh, hoppy yeah
2: if you're a hops person you'll like this five percent uh abv i am not the biggest hop like hop forward beer beer person but this is good this is tasty it's not like look how many hops you can cram into this beer the hot challenge that doesn't it's, taste like an air fresh. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not yeah. heavy.
3: It's, uh, it's delicious. This is a really good it's beer. It's pretty good. Yeah. I would definitely, uh, if I have a night off, if I'm at the UC, I'll definitely go to the goose Island, uh, bar at the UC, pick some of
2: these up. 5% like, uh, alcohol by volume, So have it's not kind of lightweight a by any means. UC. Uh, Oh, it's a good one. Good stuff. But, good yeah, one. make sure you check out that video on uh, Hawk's Twitter. It's these, really these, funny. These will
3: need to be in uh, the CHGO refrigerator for all 82 games this season. Well,
2: well we've got them days. on display uh, on our little set here, and I'm wondering and how long will those be empty cans on the display instead of uh, full cans? Because... Well, just, yeah,
3: Well, by how
2: much time we got, a couple <laughs> minutes? Yeah. yeah. No, this is solid. If you're a beer fan, this is not just some, like, reprocessed thing that Island was trying to get rid of. This is solid. This is really good beer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Goose Island has a lot of fine products. Uh, big fan of theirs back when I partook in those sort mm-hmm. of activities. Yeah. Uh, available
2: now in Chicagoland, by the way. Yes. So.
3: Uh, and and before I've, I knew that you guys were coming uh, coming back to the office with some of these, I, I called my local Benny's and I said, do you have the Blackhawks? Uh, pale Ale, and they said, yes, yes, we do. Available in uh, 12
0: packs. Available in Vinny's and all Chicago-area grocery stores. So you can mm-hmm. go to the Jewels. Go to the Jewels. Jewels the Aldi's. Marianas. Get a 90-pack of
2: Costco's. At the Costco's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 they'll, just, they'll just roll out kegs for you at the Now, Costco. remember, last year, the Hawks came out with shirts with this neon uh, Chicago flag mm-hmm. logo on it. Mm-hmm. I have a shirt with that logo on it. Mm-hmm. And this, the Indian head, the warrior head, rather, was on the sleeve of that shirt, mm-hmm. so I don't know if that was like foreshadowing. But I don't know. Like we've got this cool a, idea, or we came up with this cool design. Maybe we can use it for the cans. It's a good yeah. look.
3: The the you know the 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 neon beer sign look. It's cool. um, yeah, it's a cool the, can. The colors. That pop. should be it's, the
2: third. That should be the reverse retro jersey this year.
0: Yeah, what? That'd
3: be cool. <laughs> a Chicago uh, a beer beer, sign beer neon beer sign yeah. uh, jersey. Yeah, that
2: one of the goalies uh, needs to make that their helmet. That would be cool. Speaking of that, got, those videos yeah. I talked about Friday—they're still on their way. Uh, Alex Stalock showed me his helmet. Uh, Peter Mrazek showed me his helmet and his cup. And uh, Arvid <laughs> showed me his helmet. <laughs> I did not realize when I was filming Peter Mrazek <laughs> that his cup was front and center in the video. Not his Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to I tried to put the little uh, CHGO Blackhawks logo over the. Uh, over the cup there, so it's, it's not so uh, <laughs> not so illuminated. Uh, but Mrazek said he's got several helmets for this year. Yeah. Interesting. So, And right. then uh, Staloc said so, too, that this uh, when we were – I don't have this part in film, but he said something very similar to what Marc-Andre Fleury had with the Native American mm-hmm. Heritage Night. He's yeah. going to have something special for oh, that. Oh, nice, so nice. It's cool. Uh, it's those will look. be out uh, on YouTube, Shorts, TikTok, uh, Instagram, all those places. All so all make sure socials. you're following CHGO Sports at all those places. And you'll see them. Yeah. All right. You want to tell us about where we can get a hawk's banana hammock before we wrap things up? Yeah. I mean, they probably have jock straps there too because <laughs> our, our friends
0: at Foco's have everything you could possibly want to spruce up your man cave or your body with officially licensed or your other man cave. Yes. yes I'm. This has gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out our friends over at Foco so you can get fitted in the best sports gear around. Foco has got you covered all the way from the United Center to your front room, north or south, with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads. They probably still have... I mean, there's probably a sale on the banana hammocks because it's getting cold outside. (laughs) And everything in between... Polar plunge gear. Get decked out like our buddy Chris Chelios did in his beer commercial with apparel from the leader (laughs) in sports merch and collectibles. Foco, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your hockey fan in your life, Foco's got you covered with hoodies that you could wear when you're sitting close to the ice because it's cold down there. You're going to need a hoodie. Go check out our friends over at FOCO. They will hook you up. That's FOCO.com, F-O-C-O, or click on the link in the YouTube description if you're watching on YouTube. While you're scrolling down, make sure you're hitting that the smashing that like button. And as a special gift to all of our lovely CHGO listeners out there, you're going to save 10% off your entire order
2: when you use CHGO promo code at checkout. Yeah, FOCO has shifted to winter mode I see some uh, striped finger stretch gloves, some winter gloves, uh, a couple wool caps, uh, nice. a baklava. Is that what it's called? Baklava? Balaklava? Baklava the is, the, uh, is the Greek dessert, I eh, believe. Whatever. That's yeah. what we call uh, Charlie, by the way, the Greek dessert. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we do now. <laughs> yeah, it is now. It is official. Oh, well, half a beer in and I'm gone. All right. The Greek uh, Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Remember... Tomorrow night, our first post-game show. Woo! Woo, there's going to be abundant parking around here. I can't yeah. wait. That's, that's <laughs> the best part. It's going to be great. So join us after the game. Reminder, Wednesday's game against Detroit. If you're looking to watch it, it's going to be on ESPN Plus only, or you can di- drive to Detroit. Remember, the Game Time <laughs> app had $3 tickets for that game in Detroit. If you yeah. want to make a trip on a Wednesday night to Detroit, why not? Why not? Go right? to the game for
0: three bucks. And if you don't have ESPN Plus, tune in to us on yeah. CHGO, uh,
2: probably roughly 930-ish. Sounds about right. We'll tell you what happened. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll still give you a nice summary. So we'll talk to you tomorrow night and Wednesday night for post-game <laughs> shows. Back-to-back, hockey has arrived. Tomorrow
3: night's game, by the way, NBC Sports Chicago Plus. Ah,
2: 201 on so, your Comcast dial. There you go. All right. Local. Don't text me. Where's the game? I can't find it. Just ask your TV. Black Hawks, (laughs) boom, that's how it works. All right, have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow night after Hawks and Blues. For Mario and Greg, I'm Jay. Thanks for listening to the CHGO Black Hawks podcast.